your weekly educational coffee is about to be served. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Educational experts from all around the world are sharing some coffee and ideas with you. It's Teacher's Coffee with Natasha and George. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to another Teacher's Coffee. Hello, hello. How are you, George, today? I'm perfectly fine. It's Friday. We're having our show. Another prominent special guest. So, yeah, it's always a great pleasure. And of yes, course, it is. And a, good, a very good friend. I always mention that because um, I'm really happy that uh, the, our guest today is one of my of the people that I feel very, feel very close to me because, you know, we don't often have the chance to have really good friendships uh, related to work. I mean, I, I got to meet her because of work, because of, uh, of the professional um, uh, activities that I had. Uh, so I was really lucky to, to meet a friend through that. And someone who has been to Teacher's Cough again, uh, yes, in the past, with so. a lot of uh, with a lot of variety, uh, because she's not uh, a one woman show. She likes, you know, giving opportunities to kids also. So she she's the only teacher that has decided to do this really ambitious project to bring uh, students uh, teachers coffee, and we were very honored because of that decision. So, ladies and gentlemen. Let us introduce our lovely friend, Zafi Mandali. Zafi, welcome after this introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. What warm welcome. Uh, it's such a pleasure to see both of you, Natasha. Yes, dear friend. Uh, yes, Kokolas, George, um, I've been following you. Um, we've been exchanging information uh, in real uh, life and on social medias. And, uh, you know, thank you for the invitation. And... Uh, for giving me the floor to talk about another topic, the Learner in Me project. <laughs> okay, um, when you suggested that we discuss uh, something like that, it was really um, uh, lovely to, to hear that because it's, it's something that we have never discussed at Teachers Coffee uh, before. Um, and of course, you have uh, um, excellent projects um, happening. Uh, I remember that from the, past, uh, from the past year that we had the students as well. And it's always uh, nice to listen to things that have been 
been put into force and not just stay uh, in theories that theoretically could work in a classroom. I mean, we, I like the fact that we see the real thing when we talk with you. Yes, I mean, unless you implement uh, the idea, um, why would you be talking about it? I mean, okay, you know, I always try to get very practical in what I do. Um, so, I mean, today we'll be talking about the Learner in Mint project, and uh, which is an all-encompassing uh, project that runs across the uh, educational grades in our school, and it goes beyond the fixed curriculum. Um, and it's got like three purposes, instill values and lifelong skills to our students, of course, reinforce discipline, because that's also behind it. And of course, you know, I, um, help them academically in their academic um, um, aims. Um, what do you think when I, I say the Learner in Me project? Um, that's exactly what I wanted to ask. What is it connected with? I mean, the Learner in Me project, okay, I can understand what the Learner is, but um, why the Learner in Me? We're all learners, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the idea of the um, uh, Learner in Me uh, project came to me uh, when I did a, a round of seminars on discipline. And discipline um, is a hot potato issue, as you know. Uh, it's getting worse, I think, with online gaming and stuff. And it's a topic we throw under the uh, carpet. But you know what? I really think we are going through a rehab period with the, um, you know, schools closing down and um, being away from school and kids um, had, having had different uh, habits the previous year. So we did want to address some discipline uh, issues as well. Um, um, you, you realize that kids want to go to the toilet more often, that they are a bit more sleepy now because they uh, last year they used to get up, um, let's say, at the quarter past and they would be um, attending a lesson at a half past. So it's a combination of instilling leadership uh, potential in our kids and uh, also addressing discipline uh, matters as well. That's really uh, the essence behind this project. I think it makes sense the way that you um, talk to us about this. However, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit, you know, play the devil's advocate there because you use the word reinforce or enforce discipline. And maybe it sounds a little bit like a strong verb. And maybe this brings me automatically and maybe subconsciously to the mind, discipline equals to punishment. So in the scheme that you're proposing, do we talk about punishment? Does, does no. this anything to have to do with punishment? Not at all, because, I mean, discipline uh, problems, like, I mean, drawing attention to what it is that we're doing in class um, cannot be solved through punishment. It's the last tactic. It's the last tactic, really. It doesn't work. Um, whereas if you um, um, 
get students to find uh, their uh, good qualities, if you nurture their natural skills, their interests, their talents, their traits, because everybody has got a talent uh, somewhere, and you make, a, make him a leader in that area, uh, then you're giving him a role in the um, uh, classroom. There is a positivity in the classroom. And so we're actually looking for um, um, uh, the leader in honesty, the uh, leader in punctuality, the leader in uh, um, mindful listening, uh, the leader in effort, in imagination, in initiative. It's There's so many areas. So the learner in me actually is going to be teaching them uh, some traits that are um, very uh, prominent in very successful people. And um, when we start talking about what it is that we do, uh, then you, you can understand. But basically, the underlying mentality of that whole thing is to give soft skills to the kid, this ability to collaborate, this ability to listen wholeheartedly, the ability to of the win-win situation that everybody must negotiate and do it uh, in class in, with very, very small dilemma situations, dialogues, act-outs, uh, and activities and raise awareness of matters that are really important in life. Well, that's amazing. And uh, what I see from uh, all the things that you have described so far is that uh, you're trying to build some kind of communities. I mean, of course, schools are connected with communities, but, you know, trying to derive those traits that you mentioned before from the kids and to teach them in order to, to know how to deal with them and to know how to express them effectively, that creates a very strong community. So, I would like to ask you whether you agree that the school communities are enriched by the individual talents of its members. Is that what you're trying to do, you know, to create a team that will benefit from each other and work together in cooperation, in productive cooperation? <laughs> We all bring different uh, traits, different skills, different mentalities, different abilities in our class. And if, if the teacher can combine and sh a light shine in those special, because someone might be the, um, you know, the guru in technology, someone else is very tidy and uh, you know, he's a good listener and he's empathetic. Uh, but if you highlight the good quality of this one person, then you are um, uh, giving an example your role modeling for the rest of the class. So you're highlighting uh, material which is really um, important. I'm going to ask you a question now, um, both, I mean, going to both of you. Uh, if I ask you to define leadership, uh, how would you define that? Natasha, starting from you. I like this, uh, this part that we do, you know, this interactive kind of interview. Well, um, um, I, in the past, I didn't like the word leadership very much. I thought it was very uh, authoritative, if I may say. So something that is connected with negative feelings, and especially when it's connected with kids, that makes me feel a bit more reserved. But um, as I grew up, I, I finally realized that having leadership skills is really is really is really good for your for your personal growth and it's also very good if you have the the, the capacity or the the ability to to, to you know to deliver those messages to the 
to the team and try to inspire them in order to to make them follow certain ideas and visions and so on. Of course, leaders are not always, that's, that's the only concern that I tend to have, that leaders are not only do not only inspire positive things, sometimes they inspire negative things. So what we follow is connected with critical thinking, and that is something that should go together with leadership, you know, leadership and critical thinking, so that we can spot out what is really necessary and what is really positive so that you actually follow the positive people, the positive uh, people that have those leadership traits and skills. Um, okay, okay. I think it's, it's a, a leader is connected to its audience. I mean, one doesn't work without the other. I mean, we need some kind of interactivity for uh, two roles, <laughs> I would say the least. <laughs> okay. Um I'm going to ask George. George, are you a leader? Thanks for the question. Um, you know, um, maybe life brought it this way, brought me this way that I feel that uh, I am, yeah, I am a leader of, of a team that, of people that I work with. I think I'm a leader here for my kids in a way, or for my friends that sometimes they come to advice, to come to ask for advice. But I'm going back to the question in a way I will try to answer yours as well. The previous question that you asked Natasha for me, you know, we were brought up with the motto that the leader shows the way I'm going to twist this motto a little bit. The leader does not show the way the leader indicates various ways, various paths and helps the people, the friends, the team to choose the right one for them. This is what leadership means to me offer as many different paths, indicate where they are and help you that you choose the correct one, which from what you said before, these two ideas are very much interconnected because in order for you to choose the right path, I guess you need the soft skills that you mentioned before. So this is how I'm wrapping this all up. This is, I think, yeah. my concept of the, of the leader. Um, actually, um, leadership, um, we, we often thought, I mean, we want we think that leadership is beyond us, that it's something to do with, uh, um, you know, changing the world, that's something uh, very big. Um, uh, but that's not it. Leadership is inspiring, even by like, uh, you know, holding the door for you, um, like being polite, like uh, having a shiny smile on my face. Um, this is really the true leadership uh, idea. And we uh, mix leadership with management. Um, you see, management is mostly about making schedules, executing goals, meeting deadlines, improving practices. But leadership is about principles, is about inspiring others in whatever case. And uh, we so much um, celebrate the big, big things that we devalue worthy things that we do every day. And this is what we want to do in our school, to um, throw some light on good um, areas of kids and good habits, good habits, that's the word, good habits. I mean, um, effort, 
if if you inspire me with your effort, uh, then you're a leader in that. If you inspire me in that um, you are a committed person, uh, then you're a leader in that. If you've got uh, if you've got an inquiring mind, you're a leader in that. So um, that's what we want to do. We want to um, uh, uh, make kids aware of their leadership uh, potential by opening up um, uh, the floor to them. And we give them responsible, uh, we give them worthy responsibilities, valuing their opinion and helping them uh, raise their voice. And then they will not, I mean, they find something uh, worthy at school and they won't misbehave. Can, and, I say, can I say something, Zafi? Because as I listen to you, you know, I think you said that leadership in the past was connected with management. I would also say manipulation and manipulation and manipulation techniques. And yeah. that's exactly what I had in mind when I tried to describe that before. So uh, I like that you make this distinction between the, the, uh, the term boss. And, you know, I have seen quite a lot of, uh, of um, uh, women being referred as girl boss woman boss and so on uh, which is something okay that we tend to to promote uh, well that's something different we, you don't have to be the boss you can be a leader instead of that but only if we actually understand what the real meaning of the word is uh to set an example that's exactly yeah. what we yeah. should do yeah i mean what we want uh we we have like one mirror and the kids supposedly ask mirror mirror in the wall is there a leader in, in us all and the mirror will reply children children all around uh, hear the secret to be found there is a leader in us all there's no doubt about it at all so i mean um if kids find uh that quality um and inspire the others uh, this is the um uh the essence and now going back to um uh, steve uh, covey and his leader in me book and his uh, the whole motion that uh, is in the usa um i'm gonna ask you again i'm gonna start with um george um he said there are seven um um attribute seven habits of successful people and I mean we've heard this I mean you must definitely know about that um do you agree I mean can you tell me some of the habits that uh distinguish the happy um uh, person the one who's successful from the one who's not George I will rely to the knowledge that I have and what I've been hearing, uh, hearing uh, regarding um, uh, soft skills that you mentioned before and maybe oh. a little bit overlapping with positive psychology. Definitely, I think collaboration is what we mentioned also in the introduction before yeah. we start this interview, yeah. uh, synergizing the one with the other. Maybe take a lot of action, being uh, as much proactive as possible and stop pondering and thinking all the time. You know, I saw this saying from this... Um, Chinese businessman, I can't remember his name, who is the owner of Alibaba. And he says, if you are wondering why people with more qualifications with you, with less qualifications with you are more successful, it's because simply they decided to take action and not you. Exactly. So, yeah. The proactive yeah. thing. Okay, okay. 
Um, okay, let's put it, um, let's see what we do in school. If, for example, we know that one quality of a successful person is to prioritize, to distinguish the big rocks from the small rocks, that's how we do it. Um, there are the big rocks and there is actually there's a very nice video and we've also done it in storytelling where someone is uh, filling his um, uh, um, life with, you know, uh, the little things and then there's no uh, space for the big things. So if you look in the uh, for big rocks and small rocks, you understand that um, the most important tasks need to have priority. You need to be able to prioritize and uh, then uh, you allow less uh, space for the little rocks. And so if you give to the kids a certain dilemma situation or certain things like, for example, um, be able to distinguish uh, the things in your life into urgent, important, not important, time waster. So you remember the categories, Natasha, urgent, important, important, not important, time waster. Yes. So I'm starting to you with you exercise. I, I um, in what way? Exercise. Is it yeah. uh, urgent? Is it important? Is it not important? Is it time waster? It's important, I would it's say. Important. Yes. Uh, relationships. Uh, best friends. Um, I would also say it's important. Yes. Uh, social media for hours. Mm, the last category no no that's what i'm trying to avoid to log off for some time time waster yeah but i mean it's a okay. time waster but it depends of course you can always yeah. change things um yeah. in, a, in an effective way so that it, mm. they work for you but it's a time waster yes yeah, it is a time waster at certain areas. Okay, so I mean, uh, this is a type of activity. I mean, I'm just going to pick out a few, uh, let's say, habits that are very important and you need to instill to the kids. Now, you mentioned, George, being proactive, okay? Uh, do you remember the story of the uh, ant and the grasshopper? I'll you tell mean, you, because I mean, you know, there's no way I'm not going to put stories into what I'm absolutely. doing. Absolutely. <laughs> you are very fond uh, of storytelling. And that was the previous uh, time that you came to this is coffee yeah. and you talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm aware. Uh, I think I know the ant and the cricket. Are you uh, referring to the same myth? The, yeah, the ant ah. and the cricket. Okay. It's the ant works during the summer. Uh, and um, the grasshopper, the cricket um, plays and, um, uh, you know, doesn't care. But in the summer, he's very cold. And then uh, the ant um, helps him and everything. And the question, I mean, if you give them a little story like that, that and you ask questions like, who is the leader here? And the leader, of course, is the ant because he's uh, proactive. Uh, he's not. Um, he, and then at the end, uh, he does help uh, the other he does help the um, uh, cricket. And uh, so uh, they, real, they, they, they get instances of stories which um, uh, highlight those qualities that you want to, um, uh, uh, you want them to stay with. Um, also, uh, when, what is very important part of everything is for you to uh, target well and to visualize, to have a plan. 
planning is so important. Don't you think so, Natasha? I mean, one of the qualities of very successful people and happy people are that they can visualize, they see the end, and then they drive there without any distractions. Uh, don't you think that's important? And can we, can we um, aim and go for that? Or are we lost in the way, do you think? Because I'm personally, I'm very easily distracted. <laughs> easily distracted, yes. Uh, I believe that what you mentioned before, social media is very responsible for that. And too much uh, being connected all the time is also very dis uh, distracting. But uh, being able to visualize and uh, setting targets and goals, specific goals so that can be achieved within specific time is a skill that is really precious and it's really rare to find as well. So uh, I think that, you know, from what you say so far is that um, our generation has learned the, the hard way because uh, no one actually took care of all those skills so that they could flourish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're very lucky that today's kids are very lucky that there are educators that actually pay attention to those traits and they try to bring them up on the surface. So, yes, planning is one of the precious skills that I, nobody ever taught me. I'm, it was connected to punishment. I mean, if, if I had to complete something within a certain time frame, that was because uh, of the fact that I would get a bad mark. I would get a bad assessment. Uh, the, the teacher would say bad things to my mom. So it, everything was connected to punishment. And I didn't see the big picture, which was my personal success, finally. Yeah, actually, uh, we also talk about SMART, uh, SMART um, goals. And S stands for specific. M stands for measurable. A for attainable. R for relevant and T for time bound. And there are some exercises like, I mean, I want to be a biologist. Okay, be specific, uh, I'm, I'm specific, uh, measurable, uh, in what time? Uh, how relevant is that? How attainable is that? So we give some situations and they have to respond to those situations and they understand what a goal is when we talk about specific, what um, a measurable goal is uh, and all that. I mean, there's no way I can tell you with all these attributes and the um, um, activities and the stories that go with them so that the kids um, experience what that soft skill is about. I'm going to go to the um, next one, which is, of course, the win-win situation, the win-win. What does that mean, George? What, what does that really, I mean, if I say win-win habit, what, what does that mean to you? You know, this is, um, you're opening a very big topic now because uh, recently I've been researching and reading a lot about motivation. So oh. I would say that what you say might be the secret sauce or recipe for achieving some intrinsic motivation. In other words, by nature, and this has to do a lot with attracting people's attention as well, which is what we definitely need during a classroom, is um, providing not necessarily a carrot, but uh, somewhere where people can see an opportunity to thrive and find a benefit. It's a completely different mindset, this one, from getting a reward than finding something that is, there is really value. Uh, so the value. 
you said the word intrinsic motivation, because if you find something that you're valued from the other people, that keeps you going. And then you behave, then uh, you inspire, then everybody's within the move or, you know, we're doing something, we're worthwhile, uh, we learn from each other. So one other attribute is this negotiate win-win, whereas uh, for the little ones, we have the bucket, I um, mean, you might know about it. Um, and we say everybody um, uh, carries a bucket. And now if my bucket is full, I'm happy. If my bucket is empty, I'm, I'm unhappy. And then we say, how do we uh, fill someone else's bucket? I mean, if I have a bucket, Natasha, and uh, how would you fill my bucket? How would you make me uh, feel well? Do some things to fill my bucket. I would try to help you carry it. I would try to help you empty it. <laughs> actually, actually, no. Um, the bucket is that you do something for me that cheers me up, like you smile. That means you put something in the bucket. You uh, listen to me. That also means that you're putting something in my bucket you hold the door for me you show kindness to me uh, but if on the other hand you're bullying me you are excluding me you're ignoring me you're belittling me you act mean on me then you are emptying my bucket so the question ah, is, i meant it you know i i, I my initial uh, <laughs> um, uh, desire was to make you know the 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 burden of carrying so many things lighter for you so yeah that was I, a different <laughs> i mean you, it had a symbolic uh, meaning, meaning. Try, trying to empty it so that you don't take too many responsibilities that's, yeah. that's what my, my yeah. thought you're right about that because i mean if you empty your uh, i mean if you put it in the way that we think of it like if someone is carrying too many things yes. and you are helping him out but we are not using it like this in this um project uh the bucket is uh that the good things that you put in someone and all the bad things that you can do so you empty his uh, uh self-confidence and everything and you actually have buckets and they put in with a uh, uh, post-it and um you know little things that show the positive to from the negative and again you're teaching values to the kids um and of course another attribute is when you're empathetic my god uh, how important that is listen 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 um and because we talked about leaders Again, I'm going to ask you something uh, with George. George, who is a great leader again? Someone who does not simply show the path, indicates different paths. That's for me the leader and trains you so to find the right one for you. Exactly. Who inspired you in a certain way, in a certain path uh, and who is tactful with you. Um, it's not necessarily the manager. Okay, very good. And now when we talk about listening, okay, listening, uh, I mean, we're all victims of that and perpetrators of that. And I'm talking about spacing out when other people are talking. I'm talking about pretend listening. 
and I'm, I'm listening to you, but really I'm not listening to you. I'm not paying attention. I say, yeah, 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 cool, cool. Selective listening, I only want to hear what I want to hear. And selfish listening, I'm listening to you, but really I'm taking it where I want to go. And um, then what we would do, for example, is uh, you give a scenario to the kids and you say, well, your mom and dad, for example, uh, they want to talk to you about being more involved in household chores. Uh, you've been spending too much time on electronic devices and social media, not contributing enough. Uh, how are you going to negotiate that? How are you going to, you know, uh, find a middle solution to this dilemma? Um, so, um, because I, I think we're coming to the end because we're going to get very boring uh, at the end of it. it. You can't really pass the whole idea uh, through uh, without showing what you do. But Natasha, um, what is it that we are talking up to now? Give me a little summary of what we've been saying. Um, uh, what, well, you mean as far as the um, project? I mean, oh, oh the project, um, um, the learner in me. Yeah, I mean the whole summary. Okay, so I would say that this is something um, that would probably, you know, try to to teach kids sometimes why they feel the way they feel because you know it's very difficult to spot the uh the traits that you already have and uh, make them work for you so it's not only about teaching them uh leadership skills but also learning how to deal with the leadership skills that they already have um this is really really good actually and um i would say that the whole project uh, to summarize it is very effective because uh, you don't give them something which is irrelevant to their life you give them practical soft skills that they will need for life the life skills that they will need later on um, and you do it in a very um, mild and very respectful way uh, giving them you know um, the, the giving them the opportunity to to express themselves to play at the same time and entertain themselves at the same time with a little bit of role playing which is yeah. also good because you teach them you know reaction uh ways as well besides and behavioral ways that they could use in order to to adapt to new situations to respond well and also to connect with the people of their community which is in that case is the classmates, yeah. but in general, yeah. that is a depiction of what is going to go on later in their life when they have to face exactly. uh, different teams. Exactly. So the exactly. learner is me is a, quite an, an, a precious project, I would say, and it's something that is really um, a very good example of experiential learning, if I may. Uh, at this point, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I mean, um, uh, let's see how it goes. We've started it. We are happy. Um, and um, I just want to also say about uh, one last uh, um, trait, which is this collaboration, which is so, so very important. Um, and I'm going to end with a story, uh, the uh, an Aesop story, the bundle of sticks. I'm sure you know it. It's this old man who had five sons and he was worried that his sons would never learn to get along. And he brought all of his sons together and ordered the servants to bring a bundle of sticks. So there's a bundle of sticks 
and he asks his older son to break the bundle of sticks and he tries, 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 but he can't. The second one can't, the third can't. Anyway, then um, they unbundle the sticks and uh, some get some sticks, others get other. And then, of course, it's very easy for them to break the sticks. Eh? It's the uh, bundle of sticks, uh, the story. And if you tell them a story like that, which of course you dramatize, which you read, and you don't say it the way I do it now, uh, they actually realize what it means that you can achieve uh, when you collaborate, you can achieve something together uh, that you can't do on your own. And um, um, uh, you ask them to, to, to do the story out and then tell us what they understand. And um, that's, um, that's really um, the whole thing. And another attribute is dare to be different. Um, that's the last attribute, to dare to be different. Don't be afraid to express your opinion. Um, so um, George, would you also like to um, give me a little feedback of what you understood uh, um, from this project in theory, of course? What I understood is that uh, I would like to congratulate you in the sense that this is a discussion that we are having, we've been having with Natasha and with other trainers for months now, that right now we are feeling maybe it's due to the pandemic, maybe it's due to the online, maybe it's because even inside this adversity, people did eventually come together, that all the trainers in education is shifting to a different mindset, which is, of course, yeah, um, ticking up the boxes and covering the objectives of learning. But through what you have just told me, this is another um, step ahead for me for self-realization, for intriguing the kids, of thinking deeply uh, from the perspective this time of what you called or defined leadership. So. Uh, uh, the feedback is is uh, just keep walking, walk and talk about this all the time. And this is, I think, one one extra movement a step towards changing education globally. So my feedback would be no matter where you are, keep on talking to people and to teachers about things because it's important. And what is urgent is to create awareness right now. We have, as, as educators, we've always been doing that. It's just a little bit more, um, this is more conscious now, because as we say, we are going through a rehabilitation state. Uh, we are still in mass. Uh, kids have different habits. Uh, it, things are not as normal. And uh, discipline is always there. And not discipline in the, or in the bad sense, because discipline reminds us of you know, old habits and stuff. But the soft skills, this raising awareness of um, qualities of, of that matter and making grouping kids and making them collaborate. Um, and they also get some uh, slogans. I mean, like the, the mirror, mirror on the wall is there a leader in us all, for example. And uh, their stories, I'm a bad seed, I'm a bad seed. I mean, there is a choral work going on, but one needs to have... Um, to show the whole thing. You got the idea, just a little bit of a germ of the idea that Absolutely, we can. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, did I tire you, by the way? No, no, not at all. Not at oh, all. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very, it's a really, it's a very clever way that a lot of teachers will be inspired by. Uh, and that's exactly what we're trying to do, to give them new ideas, not just in the name uh, of uh, innovation, but practical ideas that actually, that have actually worked inside the classroom. Because yeah. quite usually we say a lot, 
that uh, is never is not feasible it, it will never happen so that's my concern sometimes if we say too many pompous things you know yeah yeah i yeah. want to see the real thing like i said before listen this particular project you can give examples you can discuss i mean this is a, an opportunity for them to discuss and to debate even uh, and you want to shout out appreciation for little everyday things that however help each other uh, you solve dilemmas, you create scenarios, you dramatize, uh, you storytell. <laughs> and I mean, this is all works and, you know, um, we'll find more. I mean, if things are better, I might get kids again, or you might come over now. It's easier for you to come over and the kids can talk to you about it, let's say in two or three months from now. Absolutely. Yes, we Thank can you so much. it again. And I would like you to remind our listeners to follow your page, GLT Storytelling on Facebook, which is excellent i always uh i always pay attention to what you usually post and i try to to share the things and the ideas that you uh that you that you communicate through this page which is really super <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna get more active when i have more time but you know that um running a school is uh <laughs> i know it's it's, yeah it's very time consuming. you're doing fine no worries yeah. Zafi. <laughs> Thank you for the precious info. Thank you for sharing and spending your precious time with us as well. And I'm sure until next time, uh, we will have another important and uh, nice topic to discuss. Thank you very much. I look forward to your um, uh, to your radio uh, transmissions. And it's a good thing that we can always uh, do, uh, you know, do something else and listen to them if you're not available on, available on time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. 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 And don't forget to follow our channel on Mixcloud and Spotify and join our teachers coffee group on Facebook. Let's stay together connected.